the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. In today's episode, we're sharing a presentation from MaxLawCon 2021. Keep listening to hear Joey Vitale as we share his talk, Successfully Hire and Implement Your First Virtual Assistant. You can also head to the Maximum Lawyer YouTube channel to watch the full video. Have you grabbed your ticket to this year's conference? If not, head to MaxLawCon2022.com to get yours today. Now to the episode. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Liar Podcast. Maximum Liar Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Well, hi, everyone. Quick show of hands uh, if this is your first MaxLawCon again. Well, welcome. Really glad to have you here. So as you know, if you've done this before and as you're learning, if you're new here, this is a special kind of conference where lawyers get vulnerable. And so I'd like to follow that tradition of being vulnerable with all of you and and sharing my story for, for why this topic of hiring a virtual team means so much to me. And my story starts in 2017, pre-Max Law for me, around this time of year. And I remember one night, I wake up, my brain and my head is pounding, my memories are super foggy, and I look around and I'm in a hospital room. And at the end of the room is my oldest sister, Josie. And when I see her, my heart sinks because I know that my sister loves me, but she wouldn't be here if this wasn't really serious. She is a full-time doctor. She's got two little kids. She lives five hours away. She's the oldest of uh, seven siblings. Uh, seven of my brothers and sisters. So she's my second mom. And I loved that I saw her, but I was like, oh no, what's going on? And I, I sit up in bed. She comes over and as she fills me in on what's been happening the past few days, the puzzle pieces of my memory start to kind of click into place. And what had happened was I had this weird, random panic attack. If anyone's ever had one, you know that it literally feels like you're dying. And I was sent to the ER, given treatment, sent back home, 
and I had another panic attack. Back to the ER. This time, I was having more panic attacks. They wouldn't let me leave the hospital. They were getting worse and worse. And so I'm back in this hospital room with my sister, Josie, and she tells me that they've been running all kinds of tests. They still don't know what's wrong. And they're about to run a pretty serious brain scan to see if there's any permanent brain damage. And I just remember feeling like <laughs> this is my rock bottom. What's going to happen to me personally? Like I was terrified for me and my future. I was suddenly feeling really bad and guilty about a burden that I could be for my family and my wife. And then it hit me, my law firm. Uh, at this time, I was just hitting my year anniversary in my business and trying really hard to hit 100K in that first year and getting really close to it. And I realized if something happens to me, like what are my clients going to think, let alone do? Who's going to want refunds? How am I going to keep this thing going? How quickly can I sell something like this or give it away to someone? And it was the scariest moment of my life. The story quickly gets better from there. So I, they, they find out that I have this rare bodily reaction to most anti-anxiety medications. And it turns out that the medication they were giving me was worsening the attacks. So once they figured that out, they put me on some different treatments. I started to recover quickly. And a couple weeks later, I had my last day of outpatient therapy. And I'll never forget walking down this hallway with one of the kindest doctors I've ever talked to who said, Joey, we think you're going to be just fine. And we're really, really excited that you've had such a fast recovery. But your brain just went through a very traumatic experience. And it's going to take a while for your brain to rewire itself. Now, I've been told that you run your own business, that you're a lawyer. I understand that's stressful. But I'm telling you that if you don't want us to see you again, you have to do everything you can to have a stress-free, problem-free business. Doctor's orders. So I was like, okay, great. And at that point... Along with the support that I was starting to get from Max Law, and thank God I read John Fisher's book a couple years earlier, I had started to have some processes in place that got me there. But I realized that I had to take it to the next level. And I'm happy to say that I haven't had a panic attack since, and I owe it to the virtual team that I've created. Now, Tyson and Jim asked me to speak on this topic like six or so months ago. And like most of you, I can be guilty of overthinking. So I've been spending a lot of time thinking, what can I say that would be the most of value while I'm up here? And I created this A to Z hiring guide for virtual assistants that I use internally. I've created a redacted version that I've shared to attorneys. And I'm happy to share that with anybody here who wants it. 
And I was originally going to go through kind of what that document is like and steps that you would take. But I've shared this document with dozens of attorneys at this point. And I now have over 10 virtual assistants overseas who are helping the firm in crazy ways. Like they manage other VAs, they manage inboxes, they do over 70% of the client communication. They really are rock stars. But what surprised me was when I reached back out to people after I shared this Google Doc, most of the time, they still hadn't used it. They still hadn't hired anyone. And I found that this isn't really a question of how. It's a deeper question of who are we being when we're choosing whether to hire people, how to implement them, and how to make them a rock star on our team. And what I'm seeing time and time again is that really this is an issue of trust. So I wanted to share some things that I've learned combining everything that I've learned from Max Law and John Fisher and this huge lineup of attorneys plus the consulting and coaching that, that I've experienced over the past few years. There's two main things that I want to communicate when it comes to trust. The first is what I call the trust spectrum. You know, a lot of times when we want something and we're still holding on to something, like this idea of I want attorneys, but I can't trust, or I want a part-time uh, virtual assistants, but I can't trust them, that might sound like, oh, there's just something good, but I don't want it. There is a payoff to not trusting people. And the more we can identify that there is that payoff and we believe in that payoff, the easier it is to let it go. Because when you don't trust other people, you have a lot of control. And a lot of us attorneys like control, especially when we're surrounded by worst-case scenarios all day. I get it. But on the other end of the spectrum is freedom. And I find it so interesting that we as entrepreneurs who tend to value freedom more than anything else let trust get in the way. Let wanting control get in the way. Have you ever felt overwhelmed with everything there is to do within your legal practice? How do you keep up with your legal work while making time for growing your practice and attracting clients? Do important things like deadlines and even your family fall through the cracks? This is why you should join us at the number one conference for legal entrepreneurs, Max LawCon. We're going to be focused on helping practices scale and bringing calm to the order. This conference is curated in order to accelerate your implementation. Based on where you are in your legal practice, we're going to help you identify exactly what is most important right now. When you leave Max LawCon, you go home with complete clarity, focus, and a plan to make 2022 your best year ever. And not only your best year in terms of revenue, but your best year in terms of time. Time back with your family. More time to do the work that is in your zone of genius. Only taking the clients that you like. And more money in your pocket. It's all at the Maximum Lawyer Conference. Max LawCon is a two-day event on Thursday, June 2nd and Friday, June 3rd in St. Charles, Missouri. Seats are filling fast. Grab yours today at www.maxlawcon2022.com. The other thing that... I've kind of packaged together based on things that I've learned from other people is what I call the trust seesaw. 
So if you're like me and a lot of attorneys, you usually spend time on this side of the trust seesaw, or what I call the, the what-if seesaw, where you're thinking about hiring something like a virtual assistant and you think, yeah, but what if they steal from me? What if they go with someone else? What if they stink? What if they can't speak English very well? What if I have a huge client disaster because of them? And again, I get it. We are surrounded by worst-case scenarios all the time as attorneys. This is very normalized in our practice areas. What I encourage you to do and what I've learned to do once I've identified that I'm on this side of the seesaw is to get up, move to the other side, and just sit. What if this person is going to become a rock star assistant? What if... A year from now, they're going to be hiring other VAs for me. What if on all of our Google reviews, this next hire's name shows up more than anybody else? What if we actually have a VA on our leadership team in six months, which is something that our team is currently struggling with because our favorite teammate is in the Philippines. And we've already elevated him to lead VA, but we know that he's capable of more. And a really nice way to do this is just to pull out a sheet of paper. I'm not telling you to fight and try and block those negative what-ifs as they pop up. Make a list of them. But then on the other side of that paper, write those positive what-ifs down enough to at least outweigh the negative what-ifs. So, by the way, this Google Doc that I have, I'll share in the Facebook group for anybody who wants it. But I'd also like to talk with anybody who wants to to figure out kind of the, the flow that I go through it. And I've got some more time, so I will walk through a little bit of this Google Doc. So I use onlinejobs.ph, which is a really great, there is a free version of it that allows you to find part-time virtual assistants in the Philippines. That's where we've gotten all of over our 10 VAs. They've all been fantastic. A pro tip that I have is to buy the paid version, which allows you to use a hyperlink in your job posting. And then that with that hyperlink ability, you can link a form to like a Google form or a type form or something so that now all of the responses to the job posting, all of the applications get sent in, you know, some software that you control and can more easily see all of the candidates versus having to go into a systems inbox to review things. That can be really helpful. I'm also a huge, huge proponent of hiring more than one person at once, both because it might not be a good fit for one of them, or they might both be great and they could, you could split the work. But I'm a huge fan of hiring at least two, especially if you're hiring general VAs. That's my other big tip. We hear a lot about, oh, I need someone skilled. Who can I find? At the VA level, it's all about culture. And so we very, very rarely will hire a part-time virtual assistant based on skill set. Usually what we'll do is we want to hire somebody who fits with our core values, who is really excited to work with us, we're really excited to work for them. Then their first project, if they're not skilled in what we need them to be skilled in, is we buy a course, they take the course, they give us notes, they teach us the course, and now they're skilled. We've done that with Facebook ads. We've done that with social media. We've done that with different types of legal software, and it's worked really, really well. The last thing that I'll share here in terms of tips goes back to 
my trust seesaw, this idea of getting on the other side of that seesaw. And it's my favorite question to ask in any interview, but specific to VAs. And I've been doing a lot of VA hiring. And so just to paint the picture for you guys, when you finally get to the stage of having in-person, or not in-person, but Zoom face-to-face interviews with these people, you might see people with headsets on in you know, some type of a bedroom. We've had people that I, they almost looked homeless based on where we were at. It, it can go all kinds of just, you, you realize how much you might be helping someone. And even though it might be affordable for us, you can really be changing their lives and making a difference for them and their families by bringing them onto your team. So back to my question. And my team now is trained to always ask this at the end of all of our interviews. And it goes like this. Imagine that you're hired. You come on the team, congrats. Now it's a year from now. And you're out to eat with your best friends, your families, and they ask you how work is going. And you get this big smile on your face. And you say, this is the best company I've ever worked with. I love it. What would have to be true about us for you to say something like that? Because now you're inviting that VA team onto that same positive side of the seesaw. You're co-creating your vision with these VAs, which I don't think gets talked about a lot. A lot of times we talk about, you know, what can we do to delegate stuff down at the very admin level? But these are very valuable members of our team And we want to do everything that we can to say, what does your future look like with and, you know, outside of our firm a year from now? And how can we help make that possible for you? So that's all I've got today. And before I forget, because I do have time, some of you guys might be hearing this and, and thinking, Joey, you're just like a positive guy. Yes, I've had to be for my health. But I've learned that there's a distinction between positivity and possibility. And it's more about possibility that I'm a fan of than positivity. Because it's it's not about, oh, let me just manifest and vision board and then good things will happen. It's about the more I spend time on this side of the seesaw, the more I spend time thinking about those positive what ifs, the more my next actions are in alignment with that possibility that I want versus trying to avoid things. And the more we can do that in our hiring decisions, the better our team culture is going to be. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your host and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.